0: You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Welcome in to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm excited to tackle today's topic because it's one of my favorite topics to talk about. Um, in previous episodes, I have alluded to the fact that we would cover this topic. The topic at hand is, what is legalism? And legalism is simply uh, the idea of adding works to your faith. Anytime you have a to-do list or you know a list of things to get God to like you more, that's legalism. Right? If I do this, this, and this, God will appreciate me more. If I do this, this, and this, God will be pleased with me more it's sort of like we view ourselves you know, of a certain value of Christian. Like, like on a scale from one to 10, we look at ourselves and we say, well, I'm kind of like a six out of 10. But if I do this, this, and this, like, you know, if I accomplish this list of good Christian things to do, then God will think I'm like a nine or a 10, right? Like God will bump me up the list. And the reality is that's not true. You know, sometimes we believe that If we just, you know, if we do these things better, if I'm a good Christian and if I fulfill all the things I'm supposed to do, then maybe God will bless me more. Or maybe God will listen to me more when I pray. And none of us are conscious about this, right? It's not like we're actually journaling these things or actually writing this down. But the reality is, many of us feel this way, right? I feel like I'm not a good Christian because I didn't do this, this, or this. And I have to do these things in order to make myself feel like I'm a good Christian. Listen, let me just let you off the hook right now. You're not a good Christian, okay? I don't care what you do, how much you prayed today, how much money you gave to the church. It's all irrelevant to me. In the eyes of God, you're not a good Christian. That's the point of the gospel, that you are not good in and of yourself and that he chooses to love you anyway. God likes you. He has affection for you. God delights in spending time with you. Man, this is the truth that will set you free from ever feeling guilty or ashamed. Another form of legalism typically uh, plays out in, in different forms of traditionalism. Like we are very loyal to a particular tradition that we have, but our heart is not, not necessarily connected to that tradition. There's a bunch of examples that I could you know, I could come up with, but for the sake of time, I'll give you one. Um, how about praying before our meals, saying grace? This is a common tradition within American Christian culture, actually amongst Christians worldwide. And, and it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's bad, right? But my question to people is, why do you pray before your meal? Are you praying because you think you're you know you're supposed to? You're expected to? That's, that's the problem. Sometimes we're praying before our meal. We're saying thank you to God, not because we're actually thankful or not because we're actually excited for, for the provision that God has given us, but because we're supposed to, because we feel obligated to. That's a form of legalism. And any time we take part in any form of legalism, it eventually begins to get our heart disconnected. If you're honest, how many times have you prayed for your food before a meal, and quite frankly, you weren't all that thankful. It was just another meal and just another prayer that you're supposed to say before you eat. You see, legalism runs rampant in our lives. No one has to teach us to be legalistic. All of us know how to be legalistic by ourselves. And the gospel teaches us the opposite. The gospel makes it clear that we don't have to do anything. We don't have to accomplish anything. We don't have to be loyal to a tradition. We don't have to do anything that's expected of us to get God to like us more. That is the gospel. Legalism is anti-gospel. Legalism is burdensome. Legalism is exhausting. Legalism will impact your self-esteem. Legalism will destroy your self-image. Legalism will make you feel distant from God. Legalism will make you feel distant from people. But remembering the gospel will transform all of that. You know, if you want to know more about legalism, I encourage you to go study the book of Galatians. The Apostle Paul wrote this letter to the church in Galatia and he talks a lot about, uh, you know, legalism. He doesn't use that word, obviously, because that's a modern English word. But he, he talks a lot about how they had taken this burden on themselves. Now, you know, he had gone there. He had preached the gospel, planted a church, and then he left. And after Paul leaves, this group of people come in, the, the Judaizers, and they're telling them that they had to do extra things. Paul had told them, listen, it's only faith in Christ that saves you. It's it's Christ and Christ alone. It's only Jesus. But the Judaizers come in and go, Yeah, you gotta believe in Jesus and you gotta be circumcised, right? So the Judaizers are coming in and they're telling these adult Galatian men who most of them were not circumcised because they were Gentiles. In fact, probably all of them were uncircumcised, and they're telling them, Hey, you gotta be circumcised if you want to be on God's good side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Paul told you that you, you know, it's just belief, but it's actually belief plus circumcision. And that was a form of legalism. And Paul was angry. He was ticked off when, when he found out that the Galatians were believing the Judaizers. And he writes in this letter, he's like, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? He says to them, he's like, dude, you guys have, have been trapped. You've been bamboozled. You've been lied to. Why the heck would you believe any gospel other than the gospel I gave you? All of us are probably guilty of being legalistic in some way or another. You know, all of us are. I know I've been guilty of this many, many times. You know, one of the ways that legalism kind of, kind of starts is that, you know, we all believe in Jesus at first. You know, many of us come to, we come to Christ and we believe that we're sinful and that we can't fix ourselves. So we come to, to Christ and we ask him to forgive us. And in that moment, we're believing in Jesus. We believe that Christ is and only Christ can actually solve our sin problem that only Christ can can wash us clean and 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 fix our friendship with God like we believe that but what ends up happening is then we end up adding to that right so we believe that it's only Jesus and then you know maybe we're following Jesus for a few days or a few weeks and and somebody says to us you know you really ought to read your bible which is a good thing right like yes we ought to read our bibles that's that's a good thing and then what we do is we put that on the list okay to be a good christian you read your Bible, and then someone else comes along and says, you know, you really ought to tithe and give money to the church. And we go, oh, okay, that sounds good. And then we put that on the list of things we have to do. And then someone else comes along and says, you know, you really ought to be fasting on a regular basis. And we go, oh, okay, well, I'll start fasting. And then someone else says, you know, you really ought to go to Bible study. And then someone else says, you know, you really ought to be evangelizing. And you know what ends up happening? We end up having this long to-do list of things that we're obligated to do. We end up having this long to-do list of all this stuff we have to do, and eventually if we don't do everything on the list perfectly we end up feeling guilty we end up working so hard to to do all these things that we get exhausted it's emotionally exhausting And, and you know the reality is there's lots of good things we can do there's lots of good stuff we could do those things aren't bad the problem is if you believe you have to do those things that you're obligated to do those things that if for some reason you don't do them you're not a good christian Whenever you feel those emotions, whenever you think those thoughts, you begin to emotionally exhaust yourself. But if you choose to do good things because you want to, you know, that's an act of love. That's an act of gratitude. Like, I want to read my Bible. I want to give money. I, I want to serve the church. I, I want to go to Bible study. I, I want to fast. I'm excited about it. That's a good thing. If you're excited about it because you love Jesus, then do it. Awesome. But if you're feeling like I have to do it, it's legalism. And Jesus hated legalism. He was constantly blasting the Pharisees. They were the most legalistic of the bunch. Anytime we feel like we can make ourselves more valuable to God, anytime we feel like we can get God to like us more, we're being like the Pharisees. Or more than this, anytime we look at ourselves and we think we're more valuable than other people, or we think that we're better than they are, we're more spiritual than they are, were being like the Pharisees, and Jesus responded very harshly to the Pharisees. He, his opinion of the Pharisees was very obvious in Scripture. He, he he said things to them like, "You're hypocrites." He said things to them like, "How do you think you're going to escape the flames of hell?" Right? I mean, he was not kind uh, at, at all to the Pharisees, and so he was very clear. He hates legalism because it makes people feel burdened, and and it, and it damages their understanding of God's love for them. And Jesus came on planet Earth to make it clear that the Father loves us, that He loves us enough, that the Godhead loved us enough to orchestrate a plan to save us. And there's nothing we can do to get God to love us more. There's nothing we can do to get God to approve of us more. God approves of us because of Christ and what Christ did at the cross. Nothing else, it is solely the cross. I hope this episode has been insightful and helpful and an encouragement. I'll give you a couple quick resources to check out if you feel like you've really been struggling with legalism, if you're feel if you're, you know, continually feeling like serving God is hard and you're feeling emotionally exhausted or you're constantly feeling guilty, here's a few books I want to recommend to you. Uh, one is a book called Scandalous Freedom by Steve Brown. He's a, uh, a great author, speaker. He actually has a great podcast that I listen to regularly and would highly recommend, but his book, Scandalous Freedom is awesome in the area of really understanding the freedom we have in the gospel. Uh, the other book uh, I might recommend to you would be a book called The Ragamuffin Gospel by Brennan Manning. Profound impact on my life and and many, many others. Brennan Manning's book, Ragamuffin Gospel. And then the third book I'd recommend is a book by Philip Yancey, one of the best Christian authors uh, of our era. A book called What's So Amazing About Grace. And in that book, Yancey does a great job of just depicting the, the beauty um, and power of grace when we truly understand it. So would encourage those books to you. Um, they're all focused on understanding grace and understanding God's affection and love for you no matter what you do because ultimately that's the antidote to legalism. If you really believe that God loves you and he likes you no matter what you do, then you will find great freedom and legalism won't be an issue. If you realize that you don't have to do the things that you've been told you have to do, If you realize that you are free in Christ no matter what you do, you are free in Christ and He loves you, regardless of your failures and your your inadequacies, you will find yourself loving and enjoying God more. Man, I hope this episode has been helpful to you and an encouragement to you. Quick reminder before I let you go, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, please go over to iTunes, hit that subscribe button. Uh, And if you're already subscribed, please leave a review. Head over to iTunes. Leave a five-star review. Let the world know that you love the podcast. Uh, both subscriptions and reviews are essential. They're like the lifeblood to getting the, the podcast uh, higher up search rankings. Please subscribe. Leave a review. By doing so, you are literally helping the podcast reach more people. Our intro and outro theme music has been I'm Shipping Up to Boston by the Dropkick Murphys. I'm Kenny Ortiz and this has been theology for the rest of us. I